Hey, everybody, and welcome to our podcast, Peace of Authenticity with the Andersons. We're so excited about the conversations that we have for you guys, and we hope that there's a good balance of both truth and real life stories. And so, like we always say, join, join in, in on, on the, the conversation. conversation. Hey everybody! We are back with our friends, Thana, yeah. Dad and Hannah. Hannah. Okay, also, if you have not watched season two, episode one, go back and watch that because that is the first half of their story. Yeah. And we're about to hear the second half. Yeah, it's gonna it's a continuation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Now we're gonna get to the meat of it. Ooh, the nitty gritty. Yeah. The present. Yeah, we're gonna put them on blast. Yes. No. Okay. So so last episode we we kind of just talked about how you got to here today, mm-hmm. right? RV life went from dancing around. You knew what the Lord was asking you to do, but mm-hmm. you kept getting right to the to the bank of the river. Mm-hmm. Let's say. Yeah. You go to the bank. And then all the troubles of life or other people in yeah. y'all's lives talked you down and you step back, right? Mm-hmm. You keep continuously getting to the bank of the river. So now we're here and you're full out in the water. Yeah. So uh, last where we left off from Thad baptizing a random guy. Yeah, random dude in the hot tub, yeah. the hot tub the hot at tub. his parents' house. <laughs> yes. That's so cool. So, so he sends this guy, sends this guy on his way, and I remember that night we were talking, he's like, Hannah, I want to do this. Like, I want to be able to feel like I can have encounters like that. Like, I don't want to plan it, but I want to have encounters like that. I feel like I am in a place where I can do that yeah. all the time. Yeah. And so that just kind of got us to a place where we, we were like, God, just give us a, give us signs and mm-hmm. also just put start putting us in motion wherever we're supposed to be to get to that place of what it looks like because we were also about to have a baby. Well, we get to where we have Beckham and no, 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 we didn't have Beckham yet. That said, because that week after you baptized that guy, you were like, I think we need to put the house on the market. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, yeah, let's do it. And we get the house ready. The people come take pictures of the house and she texts me and says, hey, I just need you um, file this, um, fill out this paperwork, yeah. you know, to everything about the house. And when she told me that, I just got this weird halting feeling. I was like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I don't want to do that. Like everything was ready to go. And she's like, I just need to drop the lockbox off and I will put the uh, house live. Yeah. And I just felt this instant just freeze mode. I'm like, I do not want to do that. This is October. I started thinking, I'm supposed to have a baby in November. This is October. What if the house doesn't sell? Yeah. Like, we'll be in the middle of a moving process. What if this whole RV thing, like, I, everything just started just wow. rolling in my head. And probably pregnancy hormones, too. But I was just really, <laughs> really convicted for a second. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Is this us? Are we just really tired of doing the whole normal life thing? Or are we just like, just let's do it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, or is it really God? And so I talked to him and I was like, I don't feel like we're supposed to do it yet. Mm-hmm. And did you, were you, was that the time when you felt the same thing? Were you feeling like we're not supposed to yet? Or you were just kind of like going with me? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was, so, he had a lot of grace for me. Yeah. He was ready for a long Bad time. I was ready to pull the plug <laughs> a like, long time ago. ago. Yeah. So yeah. you explain like kind of what you were feeling because you were yeah. very gracious for me because I was just, yeah, yeah, I was having a hard time coming to wraps with it because I was also in a 
wow. not normal place. I didn't know anybody. Yeah. I didn't have any friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, what in the heck are we supposed to do? We're going to be homeless. Like, yeah. <laughs> and we have no connections yeah. at all. Yeah. So you, that first time whenever I pulled the plug. Yeah, no, I just remember, I don't know when it was, but I remember thinking, I've seen, I've seen it happen. I've seen people like drag their wives or, you know, they mm. just look tired. Yeah. I just didn't want to drag my wife through the mud, basically. Of like just ministry. Like, yeah. Just chasing yeah. what you think yes. God yeah. was yeah. having. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I've seen it happen so many times, like. Right. And, or I've just seen it on your wife's face or yeah. whatever. You just yeah. see it. I just did not want that for Hannah. You know, I wanted it to be something that she agreed with mm-hmm. and that she was for as well. And so I just waited, you know, for, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I prayed, but I wasn't like praying, change my wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was like, Lord, <laughs> this woman you gave me, like, like Adam said, yeah. this, this woman yeah. that you gave me. Yeah. 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 She made me do it. Yeah. 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 I mean, there was some, I was still, I mean, if I was getting real with me, I was still yeah. scared. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in some sort of way, mm-hmm. it's unknown, you know, so I get it. Yeah. So, so we pulled the plug and yeah. you're like, not yet. And our realtor was amazing. She's also a friend of ours now. And she was like, if you're not ready, you're not ready. Yeah. If this will be ready whenever she's like, you're about to have a baby. And so this is your home right now. If you guys are not ready for this, then just wait and let me know. Everything will be ready to go when you're ready to pull the plug, like ready to put it on the yeah. Yeah. So I was like, that helped me feel so much better, helped me be ready to have a baby. We had Becca, it was great. He started working at a job in Amazon, which the way he got it was very interesting and ended up getting it. It seemed like the right timing. You know, looking back, we're like, it wasn't the best job in the world, but it was exactly what yeah. we needed mm-hmm. to get to the place of having our son, had him, it was beautiful, it was amazing. And then after like four weeks after postpartum, I was like, so can we put the house in the market now? <laughs> I was like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Yeah, and it didn't, even though we had three under three, him being gone, because the Amazon job, he was uh, had night shifts, so he was mm-hmm. gone like wow. all the time. Yeah. And I think I needed that season to be like, okay, so Hannah, you do know if we do this whole faith thing where we're just trusting in God to take us wherever, you guys will be together. Even if you're, you know, have nothing, you'll still be together. <laughs> we'll have yeah. nothing together. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And so That's I awesome. had to get to that point where I'm like, I would rather have nothing and have yeah. my husband with me because it was just, that season was really hard for me. I have these three kiddos and they do so much better. I was, I basically just watched how my kids were when he was home and when it was just me, you know, I, they do, they do great and we have a great time, but it was just so much more, I don't know, fulfilling whenever dad was there in the morning. And something about him being gone in the night time, that was just, it was hard because I am manning the house. Yeah. as the mom as the wife and it was just so weird and but I'm thankful for it because it got me to a very like I don't, it's it's good it's gonna be fine it's gonna be a little bit hard but I can do this if I can be at a house that got infected with fleas and, you know with a newborn baby and like oh all the things oh weird God. things happen and I yeah. still didn't have a husband too like weird things happen oh at my house and we made it through that. I'm like, we can do this. So we agreed. I was like, let's put the house on the market. I think I kind of just put on the speed boosters because I was like calling Brielle and our friend, our realtor, and 
Uh, I said, yeah, we're ready. So, oh, like right now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and I, she's like, right now? I'm like, yeah. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll come and put the thing out in your front yard and we're wow. ready to go. And so we got back home from Christmas and we actually didn't have all the things done to the house we wanted to have done. And that's like, let's just go for it. Sunday night, we put the house, it goes live. And we, she texted us at like, two hours afterwards and she said hey we, we already have two um showings ready mm -hmm. for tomorrow night at like yeah. she's like well that's that's normal you know they probably just saw it on there and um for five o'clock and so is that good for you and we're like yeah that's that's fine and we're like we can get the house ready in time for that she calls us the next morning and says actually there's a showing that they want to do at 11 can you do that and we're like it's 10 30 right now <laughs> um, yeah like, can i so, love the kids right now yeah and so we were picking up groceries and i that is amazing like you were saying earlier how you were good at like a deadline like right like last minute <laughs> yeah that is that because it was 10 30 i'm like we still have dishes from breakfast out. Like, what are we, you know? And he goes, I got this. You stay in the car with the kids. I will blitz the house. I'm like, okay. So we go back. You shove everything in there. <laughs> I know the drill. Yeah. yeah. And also yeah. I want to say that when we got this house, we on purpose though, we bought this house in cash and we got a very small house because we did know eventually we wanted to go smaller. Mm -hmm. So we completely downsized and we were living in a 1200 square foot house. So it was very easy to, yeah. you know, get pick it up, pick it up and clean and everything. And that's, I kind of want to put that there because of what happened later. Um, so this person calls at 11, they come and look at the house throughout the whole day. Uh, my realtor is just blowing my phone. I was like, another, another showing, another showing. Wow. We had seven showings that day. And by wow. three o'clock, she said, we have two offers. Wow. And he and I, we were not expecting anything. We just knew that God told oh, us to put it on the market, you yeah. know, and I finally, you know, came around yeah. because there were three times where I was like, okay, I'm ready. No, I'm not. Okay, I'm ready. No, I'm not. Wow. But that last time I was like, oh, I'm not ready. And then we did that day. She was like, I'm so sorry. Are you able to be away from the house this long? And I'm like, we're going to make it work. It's fine. And yeah. it was, we were just having a great day and we were yeah. kind of just, dad's like, okay, you know, let's pray about this. Let's pray right now and let's just let's ride in this right mm. now, okay? We don't know if anything's gonna come out of it, but this definitely feels like God. Like Oh yeah. You know? And so we just went out on our on our day, took the kids to the park, did all kinds of fun things. Three o'clock she goes, we have two offers. Nine o'clock the next morning, the people who came out of nowhere at eleven o'clock were the ones who offered a full price offer. Full price. Didn't even want to negotiate. Mm, what, wow. The very first people that came, that was, yeah. you know, we didn't. We were almost about to. We actually were about to cancel because like it's ten thirty and they want to come at eleven. <laughs> you know, we were about to. I'm like, do we want to do this? And that's like, yeah, I can do that. And if we would have just like gone oh, with our flesh of like we don't have enough time to make things yeah. perfect. Yes. You know, we just let it happen. And all the people that came later that got to see the house whenever we made it look better. They weren't the ones who put in a full price offer. And so they put in a full price offer. Everything went mm -hmm. off with like nothing really went mm -hmm. bad at all. Yeah. Like I was really at the point where I was like, okay, when's the other shoe going to drop? Like this is way too perfect. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Something's like, got to go wrong Like here. something has to happen because yeah. there's no way. But yeah. it's just, and we just started looking. That's like, well, guess what? 
we don't have a house anymore. It's time to look at tiny houses and trailers. So right. we like it just it just opened up and we actually started getting excited about it. And we right then whenever we were like, hey, we're gonna do the trailer again. All those voices started coming back up. Mm. Is this a good idea? It's like, what about getting another house? Like you're gonna spend all this money and mm. what happens when you get tired? Because his dad did tell us he was like when you get tired of this, when you get sick of this whole thing you want to do, because you will get sick of it. That's what he told us. You will get sick of it. Like, mm. wow. He said, where's, you know, you need to make sure you save money to put down on a house or something. Mm. You know, that's just irresponsible. Like we were being told, called irresponsible because we were doing wow. We're like, God's doing this not us. Like, it, yeah. like you'd be irresponsible mm. for us not to pay attention to what is happening right now. Yes. You know? And wow. even the realtor was like, this is crazy. And I mean, it was a hot market right now, but mm. at the same time, she was like, this is amazing. Like you guys didn't have to do any negotiating. You're making my job very easy. Right. Just, you know? Yeah. So we just kind of sat in that, let it all happen. The whole storm stuff. We just got to just, I don't know. We just listened a lot this mm. time around and listened extra hard and, he went ahead and just left Amazon. He was like, I'm not going to wait to have another job. I yeah. think I'm supposed to come home. And when he did, a lot of things started unfolding. He got to start building his relationship with his parents that he lost a long time ago. And he's now at a place where he is with his family um, that he hadn't had in a long time. Mm. And because that's one thing that you said, he got to go back home he wasn't having to go to night shifts while we were waiting for the house to sell looking for a trailer looking for a truck just kind of waiting for the right thing to happen because the way the house sold it just really showed us like if we wait for the right timing for god to just show up things will just happen yeah yeah and so that's kind of what we just did we're like let's just that wasn't hard like that wasn't hard to do let's yeah. just wait again let's just see what happens mm -hmm. and while we were waiting we just spent time with our kids and we hung out on the farm with his family and his parents love for us to be there anyway mm, and yeah. so we just did that and his mom just enjoyed every day that she got to wake up with her grandkids running yeah. in there you know waking her up and then Thad got to help her with her pecan orchard and oh, it, it's cool and we looked at each other and we were like we're at a point where every single day is a good day mm -hmm. like I was at a point when we were living at home where it was like, when we'd have a good day, I, I would be like, I want to hold on to this because I know that we're just going to get to a day where it's just not that great. I got to that mindset, you know, yeah. where it just felt like we would get to a point where like, he had to go to work. And it's like, like this, you have to be responsible for, like. You just would get this like heaviness and be like, hey, this is a really good day, but tomorrow's probably not going to be because we mm -hmm. have to do this, 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 yeah. and this, and this. Yeah. And when we were just hanging out and just getting to enjoy everything with, um, you know, his parents and waiting for the trailer mm -hmm. thing to work itself out. It was like we were having a good day where it was every single day. It was just yeah. not something we were like, I just wish today would be great. And I know that seems really weird and stupid, but that was what kind of mindset we started getting and I'm like I don't want to stay in that I do not want to get in another job situation where we dread you having yeah. to leave or dread me having to leave and mm -hmm. not being able just to I don't know just sit in this mm -hmm. and then the truck happened we waited a long time for that and then 
the truck was literally sitting in the middle of the lot and we we're like that's our truck <laughs> so <laughs> got the truck and then the trailer we found it from a guy in wisconsin and it was completely redone because we mm -hmm. kind of went back and forth and found it for less than the price that we looked we looked at several rv parks we did a lot of searching mm -hmm. for that and drug our kids through a lot of rv parks <laughs> but that was super fun yeah. it was like just the yeah. joy in that meeting the people through that got to meet the then we found the one in wisconsin exactly like we wanted and and then um <laughs> so yeah so everything just kind of once you got, got to that place where you're like okay lord now we're actually going to pull the trigger on what you told us to do a long time ago yeah then all of a sudden all these weird things which look weird yeah. to to people that are not looking at it through mm, spiritualized yeah. yes. at all exactly. a lot of weird things real estate agents saying hey this kind of stuff just doesn't happen yes um you know you're finding a trailer you're finding a truck all the pieces once the first domino fell. Yeah. It's kind of like all the rest of them mm -hmm. fell yeah. with it. Oh, yeah. that went with that prophetic word. Yeah. That I just read from Nate Johnston. Yeah. Recently, yeah. he said after the first domino falls, they all will. You know. Yeah. Read it that. And you know what I thought of whenever you were talking about um, like the days and like oh, today's so great, but tomorrow we got to do this, that, and the other. Yes. You you know the saying like adulting like. Yes. Oh, God, an adult. And you act like this heavy burden. You just yeah. have to adult. Why? Yes. Why yeah. do you have to adult? Like, <laughs> like it makes you think of the scripture like, hey, the only way you can get to the kingdom of God is through acting like a child. So what is this heavy burden of adulting that we keep talking about? Yeah. What's this like, oh, well, life, you know, once you turn 18, it's just downhill from there. You have yes. kids, you lose your life with that, you lose this, you do that. Yes. You do a job you, you hate so you can live in a yeah. house, you're okay You with. work Monday through Friday at a job that you hate so you can learn to cherish Saturdays and Sundays. It's like yes. how many people on this yeah. earth are living in a life that wasn't intended for them. Exactly. But they think in their head because it makes like it. sense. This is just what I got to do. Yeah. yeah. And that's what we and realized. Like, even on a personal level, like with your family, like it's my responsibility to take care of them. Well, no, that's yeah. not good to think of because mm -hmm. then it's like, it's like a wear and tear. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I have to take care of them. Yeah. yeah. Instead, it's like their life's a gift. Yes. Yeah. Mm. So like, my wife's yeah. a gift, my, my children. Well, yeah, and God's going to take care of them. Yes. Yeah, exactly. They're not mine. It's not my ownership. Yes. Like, yeah, I don't even get to hold on to her. Even in heaven, I mean, she's not going to be mine. She's, mm -hmm. she's so his. Yeah. yeah. She's my sister. That's so good. So like, and that's a weird thing to think about. <laughs> yeah. Really, like we've had many talks about yeah. that. It's like, yeah. you know, Jordan, Jordan would be like, you're happy when we get to heaven. We're not going to be married. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it like just as a joke? But really though, that's yeah. how it is. And, you know, one, one thing that the Lord challenged us with a long time ago, he really hit me with it every day, was just kind of, you know, we, we say Jehovah Jireh and we say God my provider, but really when push comes to shove, we don't believe it. No. Yeah. Because yeah. we think that we have to work a job that we hate or yeah. we have to do all of these things in order for, you know, stuff to be provided yeah, for. Yeah, it's up to us. When, yes. when I, and, and I'm thinking about the, the conversation between Abraham and Isaac. Mm -hmm. Because, see, the Bible tells us that, that Isaac asks Abraham on the way up the mountain, yeah. Dad, where's the lamb yeah. for the sacrifice? Yeah, for the so he was old yes. enough to understand what was going on. And Abraham, in that moment, says, Son, God yeah. is going to provide the lamb for the sacrifice. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. He, he left it at that. He didn't say, okay, son, well, we're going to walk up this mountain and I'm going to strap you to the table and yeah. I'm going to stick this knife 
And, you know, and he just, yeah. Abraham didn't know how it was going to happen. No. But he knew that God was his no, provider. I that story. Say and, that, that saying in the book that we were talking about at the beginning, that really about being Lord. Oh, yeah. So it, it was kind of, it was kind of like, you know, a lot of us, we want to pursue Jesus mm. as our Savior yeah. because we don't want to go to hell. Yeah. But let's just, let's just be honest. That that's not yeah. somewhere that anybody wants to go. Mm -hmm. And so we, we pursue Christ long enough to to receive or to get that salvation card, the get mm -hmm. out of jail free yes. card or get yeah. out of hell free card. Yeah. Um that the churches like to sell, right? But we don't want to make him Lord, Lord yeah. of our life. Yeah. And, and there's a huge difference there because when he's Lord, he owns everything. I own nothing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's not up to me to, to churn, you know, like, like the Flintstone cars. Like, you know, they just yeah, stick their feet there. They have to do all the work to make the car go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when we're making him Lord, it's we are taking the back seat. Mm -hmm. And we're just saying, Lord, we're just along for the ride. You're the one that's in control. You are Lord. Yes. Not me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so not, nobody, and, and here's one thing that people will say. It's like, man, well, that's cool for Thad and Hannah yeah. Yeah. to, to yeah. sell their house and, and to go and do that for the Lord because that's what they're called to do. Yeah. But, you know, they we tend to project our things on other people. It's like, well, that's okay for them. Yes. Because that's what God has for them. Yeah. Okay, well, I we wanted to share this story with all of our listeners because mm -hmm. God has a plan for you as well. Yes. 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 And everybody has a part to play mm -hmm. in the the life cycle of making disciples. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it's not just okay, well, that's cool. You know, hey, I know some people that are out serving the Lord. It's like, no. But that's and, not for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's not for me. And, and I'm not saying that it is. I'm not saying that I could survive yeah. in an RV because my flesh screams a lot louder than y'all's probably. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like everybody has their part. If we're yeah. all hands and feet, fingers, yeah. different yeah. body parts of the body of Christ, maybe you're not called to the RV life, but you are called to make disciples. Yes. That's, that's not Whichever a Whichever way God puts you exactly. into. Right. Because... Like for me, whenever like the thought of having a big house again, it just makes me want to scream because we, you know, I'm saying like yeah. taking care of it. Like I really liked the aspect of just getting up and going, yes. you know, wherever yeah. and not owning very much. And to me, mm -hmm. I think that's just how we both are. Like that's, yeah. we were drawn to each other because of different things like that. And our kids are that way. Like mm -hmm. we are just fine living on little and I am not saying that everybody's like that there are certain people that are not like that and that's yeah. totally okay mm -hmm. and yeah. I you know the thought I will look at pictures of like mansions and stuff like oh it's so pretty I love that <laughs> yeah. and yeah. then I'll think about living in it like I do not want to do that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I would have to clean that yeah. and I would have I to find imagine. stuff like we lived in a 24,000 or sorry no <laughs> no, <laughs> like, no. <laughs> 2400 square foot house yeah. and I for the life of me, like, I could not decorate that thing. It was huge. Like, I like I look at all your decorations, and I'm like, man, I should have had yeah, it come to my house. <laughs> because, we like, were terrible. Yeah. <laughs> we literally, we <laughs> got rid of our couch. Yeah. Our couch that was how huge, like, huge. Oh, yeah, that's right. We just kept, like, getting rid of stuff. We just kept getting rid of stuff. And we are just like, this is so nice. Such people an empty like, house. And people were like, where do we yeah, sit? Yeah, where's all your stuff? <laughs> we're just standing there. And we're like, we loved it. We loved it. 
love how empty this house is. And, you know, and, yeah. and like, we are not called to live like normal yeah, so domestic you people. Try, you try to go and take on the American dream, but yeah, then it's, it's like, this just does not fit us. Yeah. No, and that I, is the beauty of it. Yes. We're all created so differently, and the Lord has such specific things so, to work through every single one of us so that yeah. we can do this ultimate purpose, you know, that mm-hmm. the Lord has on the earth. And it's like, the beauty of it is, is it doesn't look exactly like one person or another person. No. Like, that's what's so amazing. And so, with with Thad and Hannah's story, there's something the Lord has put on your heart specifically, and there's been people that have said, oh, that's not realistic. Oh, that's probably not for you. Uh, Look at all the repercussions. But the thing is, what the Lord has called you to is what the Lord has called you to. So you come up to that point that I was talking about at the very beginning where you're standing up the Red Sea, and there's no, like, it, it just looks so bleak, like... Um, how can anything happen? That's when the Lord works. Yes. That's yeah. when the miracles happen. That's when the parting of the Red Sea happens. If they didn't stand, you know, trusting God at the waters, then nothing would have happened. Yeah. And you have to get to that point where you're, you know, you're standing in the sand and the water's like, I just have this picture of the water like hitting your feet and you're just looking at them. Mm-hmm water and it's like having that faith I know who my God is and I know what he has done before and I know what he will do and just having that you think about Moses Moses had the the sea in front of him and the Egyptian army behind him you know talking about and and not to mention all the Israelites like oh my gosh you're going to die like a million people sitting here going Moses you suck (laughs) because they think that they're going to die you know we really have three of those right now Yeah, our our children are probably like so we live in yeah, and so they're too young to even understand, exactly. you know, but it's, it's just really cool. But I'm telling you, like, everybody just, you said something in the last in the last podcast about being in that job interview, and they asked you about identity, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and that, that has just kind of stuck with me, because mm-hmm. it's like, when, when you know who you are, you yeah. don't, you don't need all the extra things that yeah. life tries to tell you yeah. that you need. Yeah. And you guys are just literally like, let's simplify everything. Let's cut it down to the basics. Let's move into an RV and let's just go wherever the Lord tells us yeah. to go. And, and it's beautiful because I'm sitting here thinking about the rich young ruler and we, we talk about him, about him. Yeah. All the time on, on our podcast is like, we just talk about because he was given the opportunity yeah. to to witness the kingdom of heaven mm-hmm. and he couldn't give up what he had here in order to experience all that Jesus had for him. And it's so sad if you think mm-hmm. about this story. And the Bible mm-hmm. says that he walked away with his head down. He walked away distraught because he couldn't because he loved this more than he loved that. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's amazing what what you guys are doing. And that's why we wanted to bring you onto the podcast to say, because there might be some people that are listening to this, that the Lord is calling them to yeah. simplify. Yeah. That's calling them to, to step outside of, you don't need all of these other things. Yeah. Just come and Absolutely. walk with me, sell everything you have and come. That, that's, that's a gifting specific to the rich young ruler. He didn't say that to everybody no. in scripture, but that was him. And you guys are acting on the opposite of what this man was not able to do. You're like, okay, Lord, if you call us to, we'll sell it all yeah. to come and follow you. And it's really, it's really a cool thing. But I, I have to, I have to share this oh, before, yes, before yes. the, before the, the oh, end of the podcast. Yeah. No, seriously. So, so we we met we met um, Dad and Hannah through through some mutual friends, Zach and April. They've been on the podcast before too. Yes, so They're yes. awesome. And so we finally meet up 
in, in the same town <laughs> and we've been meeting through zoom meetings. Yeah. And so like, we had no idea what to expect. I'll be honest. <laughs> I, I had no idea what was going on. We're, we're sitting at Cracker Barrel. Okay. And so we're, we're sitting here and that sets right to me. We split up like all, like the husband sat at one table and, you yeah. know, cause social distancing and everything. So, <laughs> So, no, no. They, they said all the we said all the husbands at one table and all the wives and kids at the other one. And Thad sits right beside me. Mind you, this is the first time we're meeting in, in person. person. In person. And so we're just sitting here, you know, everybody's talking and it's all going on. And, and Thad is sitting right beside me. And, and you were you had River, yeah. right? Yeah, you had he was holding his oldest son, River, right there. And Wait, am I you in this situation? Yeah, okay. and so I'm sitting here, and, and that just turns, and I can tell, like, you know when you know somebody's looking at you, but, like, you can feel it, but you don't really know what's going on. So I turn, and Thad's looking at me, and he just goes, and he puts his hand on my shoulder just like this, and he goes, and then goes right back. <laughs> for, for the podcast listeners, that yeah. didn't know what just happened. Yeah, explain. okay, okay, so if you're listening on Anchor, he literally put his hand on my shoulder, and he smiled at me, like kind of smirked, and kind of shook his head yes, up and down, <laughs> nodded his head, but he didn't say a word. It was just and, this. And so, like, I was like, huh. And he just goes back to eating his food. Yeah, and then he just goes right back to eating, and like, didn't anyway. say a thing. But it, it, it just kind of, and it messed with me for a while. And we get back in the truck, and we're leaving, and Jordan was like, how was everything at your table? And I said, well, that kind of put his arm on my shoulder and, and kind of shook his head at me and then just went right back to eating. I don't really know how to, how to handle this, but it was, it was really kind of cool because it, it, it let me, it let me see, I, I was really talking to the Lord about it because when I don't understand things, I usually like to take it to the Lord because his understanding is higher than mine. His ways are higher than mine. And, and I could have easily just been like, man, this dude is weird. But, but I was like, okay, I really want to understand why you did that. And so I was sitting there and, and I, like the Lord really put it on my heart that it was like, I, I kind of look for approval a lot of times in, in other people. And, and I just pictured Jesus as, as he was walking with the disciples and how often he must have just put his hand yeah. on their shoulder and just kind of smiled at them, not for any reason at yeah. all, just yeah. because it's like, man, I'm here with you. I love you, you know, yeah. and, and it's all good. And so it just, it wrecked me. And so I, every time I see Thad, what, what did you call that? Him it's, the, that? it's a fad hole. It's a fad <laughs> oh, hole. Yes, he yeah. does that. He, every person yeah. he feels connected to, he yeah. just sits there and looks at them. Yeah. And then when you get to the second meeting, when you've been around him a little bit yeah. longer, he'll, he will actually say something. <laughs> yeah. He'll, he'll, yeah, he'll yeah. actually, but he, all he'll say is, Man, I love you, bro. Yeah. Like, every time. Yeah. And, and I'm his wife and he still calls me bro. So. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. No, but so I, I sit there and, you know, one thing that I walked away from that deal was simply, you guys are genuine. Yeah, and even yeah. if that did come across as a little bit strange at, in the beginning, yeah. that it, it was very genuine, like the way yeah. that you did it. And so, um, yeah, I just kind of wanted to share that story with, like, not like, I mean, it is kind of comic relief, but, yeah. but at the same time, it was just like, you know, people need to know that that you're not doing this stuff for the Lord out of, oh, look at us. Yeah, we sold yeah, everything that we yeah. have and, and, you know, we're living in an RV so that we're, oh, we're super servants of God. Yeah. That's not what it is. It's yeah. just literally, it's radical obedience yes. and, yeah. and it's, 
listen, this is what the Lord has for us and we're doing it. So I just hope that for everybody that, that mm-hmm. tunes into the podcast, yeah. that, that you don't, don't compare no. your life to, to Thad and Hannah and it's like, man, they're radical. But let that motivate you mm-hmm. to find yeah. what it is that God has for you and your family. Maybe it is RV life. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just position yourself where you work to encounter people like Thad was always trying to do mm-hmm. and, and just everywhere you go, Lord, let them see you Yes, in oh what I'm gosh. doing. And yeah. so, yeah, I, I just think that it's incredible. And, and it challenges me because we, we kind of felt like we stepped out on a limb to do it. And then like you guys are stepping in and, and surround yourself with people that are trying to out. seek the heart of God mm-hmm. and they're stepping out in faith because faith builds upon faith. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's a beautiful way to win right. too. Because yeah. unknown, but things that are unknown end up actually being the things that you need because we love waking up every morning now not knowing what the heck we're doing. (laughs) I know it sounds really weird, but it's just like, I don't know what we have planned, but I really like it because it could be anything. It could be anything. Well, and that makes me think about scripture. Um, Because I've said this so many times, like we we have like a group, uh, Aubrey's talking about the Zoom meetings on Tuesday nights. We meet with these people and we're like all very connected on the same page. But it, it makes me think of that scripture, like, what is uh, foolish to the world Yes. Yeah. is yeah. Oh, yeah. what we live by. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. 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 And we've, yeah, so I would just encourage yeah. definitely to just listen to God, to what you are needing to do that's radical. Mm-hmm. And that's going to put you in a very vulnerable and uncomfortable situation because yeah. the outcome of it yeah. is not what you're going to expect. And things that... Like, if you plan stuff out, you already know what the outcome is, and it's yeah. kind of boring. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's if you already plan things out and you know how it's going to end, that's a very boring way to live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why I think God planned it for us to be able to have a connection with Him, with the Holy Spirit, because He can change things in an instant. Like, He's like, oh, I want you to be in Oklahoma. Actually... I want you to go to Texas or actually I want you to go to Nashville like just different things I want you to go help these people and the number one thing we keep getting asked is so you're living in RV how are you guys income like how are you providing and like what are you doing you know and then and it's yeah and the answer really has become now it's like whatever he wants us to do like like, is it a ministry like no we are (laughs) the ministry but no like no really yes i need more details like what and i'm such a detailed person i feel like i have to give everybody details and i have like struggled with that my whole life this lifestyle has helped me cut to the chase like that's what we're doing yeah. Trusting God. Like, I actually don't know the details, so I can't get them to you. Yeah. You know? Wow. It's been great for me, really. And because yeah. I've been able to be like, man, this is why you are the way you are, that. And this is why <laughs> this is why you can wake up every morning and be like, it's a new day. <laughs> it's a great day. Wait, what's different about today? Nothing. <laughs> it's, a, it's like every day is a blank canvas. And it's like, Lord, just, just paint the picture for today. You know, yeah. I just think it's so awesome. Yeah. I think it's so awesome to have I feel, that freedom. I feel like to end it, uh, will you guys pray over the people that are listening? Yeah. yeah. Either one of you guys or both of y'all, whichever, whichever y'all feel like. It, yeah, I feel like it needs to be found. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to put you through. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I will. Sure. Okay, yeah. cool. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let me just think on that for a second or pray about it. Uh, hold on a second. Sorry. <laughs> He's I, bad holding all of y'all. Imagine. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. I. <laughs> <laughs> it's simmering. <laughs> 
Sorry. No, don't don't be sorry. Yeah. God, I just thank you that um, for anyone that's listening right now, um, I just thank you for the faith to get him there, the grace to keep him there. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's easy. It's easy to love. Yeah. That's, that's, and I just speak that over anybody who's listening. It's just easy to love. Mm-hmm. So if you come in this to love God, mm-hmm. and it's all for him, and you just love him, yeah. you're going to end up loving people. Yeah. You're going to end up seeing miracles and things like that happen. But it all comes back to it's just you getting to know him. Hmm. And in that knowing him, it's going to produce these things. In that keeping yourself in him, if you abide in me, I will abide in you. And one time God told me this. He said, that this is pure gold. It doesn't sound super spiritual. This doesn't sound really cool or anything. But it says exactly that. Like, I live in you. And you live in me. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, it's so key. Um, and I don't understand that to the fullest. You know, I'm just a guy. I'm just a dude. But I just bless you guys. Mm-hmm. And I just pray the Lord keeps you in, in that place of knowing Him mm-hmm. intimately. Mm-hmm. For who He is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In that, and in that way, getting to know yourself. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Guys, thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, that was so good. Yeah, that was powerful. <laughs> that was a powerful prayer, man. Yes. Yeah. So um, yeah, thank, you, thank guys. you guys for, for coming on here. I hope that everybody that tunes in enjoys the story. I hope it challenges you, yes. that it encourages yes. you. Not just challenges you to the point where you beat yourself. Oh, it's like, well, what am I even doing for the Lord? No, just like an encouragement to seek that out. Mm-hmm. Seek God. Find out what it is that you and your family are supposed to be doing and chase that. Don't let anything get in your way. People, things, items, materialistic things, don't let it get between you and your father. Yeah, it's okay to take time. Yeah. Mm, But this has been good. Thank you all. Thank you for joining us for a piece of authenticity. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.